We're here on the k Podcast. Ken Brown from WGI Radio, Mike O'Hare, DetroitLions.com as we talk NFL football. Hello, Michael. Hello, Kenny Brown. Was that NFL football or the NFL track meet? Well, I got, I got some questions. We'll talk about that in a minute about it. I, it, I heard everybody, a lot of people saying last night, oh, this is the greatest weekend of football in the history of football and blah, 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 blah. Slow your roll, slow your roll. It was four good games, but slow your roll on that. Well, it depends on when where your where your history started. You know, that's all. I mean, this this didn't beat this didn't beat a lot of games that I've seen, and probably a lot that you've seen too. But it, but it was fun. It really was. It was fun. It was but a, and you know, the nice thing about it is, what really made it fun for people in Detroit, they had a rooting interest one way or the other, even though the Lions weren't in it. But it was in Matthew Stafford. Some people wanted him to win. Some people wanted him to lose. But nobody didn't care. That part is true. But I see a bigger problem coming with the league. We'll get into that in a little while with the way not only games are being officiated, but they're not if they're not going to let them play defense, this game is going to turn into the NBA in a few years. And then you get to a point in the NBA now where you can't even watch a game for three quarters, man. It's just up and down, three passes and a three-pointer, back up and down. And I don't want the NFL to turn into that. And I think they're kind of legislating defense out of games now. And defense is an important part of the game, and you got to be able to let these guys do something. No, I would agree with that. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with a really good, tough-hitting, you know, 21-17 game, something like that. I don't, I don't think it's got to be, you know, three, three uh, touchdowns and two field goals in a span of a minute and 50 to be a good game. Now, it's exciting, the finish and all that, but I also like to see a good, good tough-hitting, too. Yeah, and the reason why these games um... – over the weekend were exciting because they were close games and they all were did by yeah. kicks. And as long as that's going, you got that. But that 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 won't last if you don't let these guys play D, because teams offenses are being drawn up now are too good, and you know the quarterback play is much better than it has ever been. Even though there's a lot of bad quarterbacks out there, but still, I say overall the quarterbacking is much better, and it's just. If you're not going to let these defensive guys, you got to give them something. And I know you take it to the extreme for ratings or whatever, but I just feel you got to pull back on some of this coming up in the future. Otherwise, all the kids that go to high school, and they're going to want to play offense in college. They're going to want to play defense. The, the worst players are going to be the defensive players. Well, it never used to be that way. You used to put the best players on defense. That's what I'm saying. But now, offense, if yeah. you're not going to let them play, then why Why would I? And, like, run, I'm worried about running back the same way. In the back, your best athletes were your quarterback and your running back. If I'm a running back now and I know I'm not going to be drafted to the second round and I'm only going to have a short career and they're going to use me and get rid of me, why would I want to play running back in, in high school and college if I could well, play I something else? About, I don't care about that. You play what you play. No, but I'm saying you want your athletes well, to play saying, these I things. I don't care. Well, you, care. you should care because otherwise why? you won't never get the quality coming into college, which comes into the pros if guys, okay. the best players are not going to play the position. The best running backs will be the best running backs. They always will be. Okay. Yeah, okay. Just mark my words on that. Um, uh, I'm, I'm breathlessly waiting. I bet you are. Any, um, before we get into the way this, yeah, this, let's do the Stafford thing last first. Any other impressions of the first three games? Well, one of the things that we've already beaten to death is that the, the, the quarterbacks, the, the young quarterbacks, look, Tom Brady and, 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 and Aaron Rodgers and, and, and Matthew Stafford to a degree, you know, represent the old guard. And Stafford outplayed them all. He really did. I mean, he was by far the best quarterback of the old group uh, this weekend or this last weekend. And the young guys, I mean, they may be young, but they're already established. It's not like 
Patrick Mahomes is a new guy, and then all of a sudden he just he just showed up for the first time. No, he's been doing this now for three, four years. And you know, Josh Allen, to a lesser degree, this is probably his second year of really you know being in the limelight and showing what he's got and showing that it's an awful lot. But but you know, I I, I would like to see a, you know a running back take over. I'd like to see a team go you know, 11 plays uh, and 70 yards and the running back carrying eight of those times. I like that kind of football, but what I like and what they're going to present to us are different things, and I move on and accept what I see. I can understand that. thing I got out of this weekend is that you, you, if you don't have a, a upper echelon quarterback, it's going to be hard to win these high-end games, These uh, you know, as it gets later in the rounds. And I'm, I'm relating to the, the Tannehill thing, Ryan Tannehill. An awful performance by a first-round pick, a guy that should play better than that, at least not hurt your team. And he, he lost the game for him. I mean, you can say what you want. He lost that game for him. Well, he certainly didn't help it. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of reluctant to place it on one person unless it's a drop pass in the end zone at the end of the game. But he certainly didn't play well. And you can say, well, you know, they were deflected passes. Well, don't throw it where they can deflect them. Don't throw it into traffic like that. You can't. That's how they get deflected. That's right. That's right. And that, like I said, that's a home game. You had a, your week off. You got your running back back, even though he wasn't the same. He was still back. No. You got to win that game. And you sacked the quarterback, Burrow, nine times. You mean, I, I've never seen a nine-time sack quarterback win a game. I, I just never have seen it. And, and that was that, that's what blew my mind. Well, I'm not, you know, look, he's got he's got a ways to go. He's only played, you know, 10, 10 games his rookie year and then this year. And, but he might be the best of the bunch. He really might be. He's got he's got something in there that's 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 super special now. Will he surpass Mahomes? Will he surpass uh, the guy in Buffalo? I think he's got a chance to. I really do. But it doesn't really matter because they're all far and away good enough to lead a team and win a championship with. It's just, you know, sort of for – for bragging rights, who the king of the hill is, because the, whatever it is, whatever you, whatever the, whatever the, uh, the, the, what would you call it? Whatever you need to define yourself as a quarterback that can lead a team, he's got those guys all have it and more. Well, all I know is <clears throat> they're going to come back three or four years on that Chase Sewell debate, and right now, okay, you could say you got a great player in Chase. But I'm telling you right now, man, you already had receivers. You taking that lineman would have been much more for his health going forward than Chase will. And we'll see how that works out in three or four years. Let it let it sit for a while. But I, I said on draft day that was a mistake. Protect your franchise quarterback. And they took the receiver. And I'm telling you right now, if they don't protect that kid, he already tore his ACL his first year. He's getting sacked around this year. He holds the ball, which is part of, you know, learning, but you don't want him taking these hits, man. Well, taking hits are part of playing quarterback. I mean, we're watching the games. Guys are getting hit, and that's that, that's part of football. They, they, what are you going to tell Josh Allen not to run? That's his game. You're going to tell him not to run? It's crazy. You don't want him to be like Cam Newton. Yes, you are going to tell him not to run as much. Yes, and you taking hits may be part of the game, but taking a lot of hits is not part of the game. I I don't think you can change his game. I really don't. You may tone it. You may be a little more selective in when you run, but in, in the circumstances, if you had thirty-eight to three, you know, just throw the ball. Don't don't go take it off. But when when you're in a competitive situation, he's got to go with what he does best, and that's that's movement 
in and out of the packet and delivering the ball downfield. So you can't take that away from him. Yeah, but he throws the ball. Allen throws it. He's not like Cam. But Cam's running is what wrecked him. And I'm telling you right now, Lamar Jackson's running is what's going to wreck him. As you can see, he's breaking down the last couple of years. And it's it's not going to get any lighter. He's not going to get any, you know, any more protection as he goes forward. He's getting older. And he's taking a lot of hits. And he's not a big guy. So all this running, man, I'm telling you right now, it's going to catch up with you. Well, Kenny, I think you see more doom on the horizon in general than I do. And <laughs> Let's get back, to the, get back to the tournament. That's right. I'm okay. a visionary. That's yes, right. you are. I'm a visionary. Um, let's do a little exercise here. Stafford exercise? golf. Can I do it standing up? Yes, you can do yeah. it standing up. You can do a squat. Yeah. Stafford golf. And what's Everything staying the same. Switch them back. Trade never happens. Everything else stays the same, though. Um, coaching change, Von Miller, um, Beckham, all that. Everything else stays the exact same. So what the are only the differences? Stafford's on Detroit and golf's okay. back with L.A. Are the Rams okay. in the NFC Conference Finals this year, this week? And what was the Lions' records have record have been this year? Well, the Lions were three thirteen and one. I think with Matthew Stafford. They would have been something like six and six and eleven, seven and ten, something like that. I didn't with the coaching change and all of that, and what they did in the roster. I didn't, I didn't see this as a breakthrough franchise, no matter who played quarterback this year. And for the uh, for the Los Rams, finished up what twelve and five was it? Twelve and five. And four. Twelve and five. I'd take them down. Still in the playoffs, but three wins fewer than they got. I'd make them I'd make them a, a ten-win team, just based on what I've seen. I look didn't sit and watch and study every game or anything like that, but just from what I've watched, and and you know how they were able to get on a get on a streak with Stafford. You know, started out seven and one, finished up winning five straight before the last loss. Uh, I think he I think he ultimately gave the Rams what they were looking for. And that was a big-time quarterback with a big-time arm who can bring it from behind. I go the same way with the Lions, 6'11", 7-10, they would have been. I yeah. agree with that. But the, uh, Stafford and, I mean, um, golf with the Rams, I got 9-8. and eight. They would have been 9-8. and eight. They, would have, they would have lost the, probably both games to Arizona. They already did lose both games to San Francisco. I think they would have lost one to Seattle. I, I just don't see golf elevating that team at all. And I, I think Stafford won a lot of games for them that normally they wouldn't have won this year. Well, you know, he he won a lot of games for the Rams when he was there too. He he did that. that that's on his record. What he won in the last four years, forty three games, something like that. Yeah, he has a record of winning games in, with the Rams. I mean, aren't you don't you possibly think you're selling him a little short? Then? No, because I think Gurley was the key to that first resurgence, and then you saw that's when golf went down after Gurley's knee went bad. And last year he had um, Cam Akers for that full season, thousand yard rookie back, and I think that's what the resurgence was this last year. This year he wouldn't have had that running game like he had last year, and I just think it would have been a nine eight. We've seen him play when he doesn't have that back to back him up. Well, his pass, I don't look. I, I don't think he's the quarterback that Matthew Stafford is, but he did find a way to win games when he was with the Los Angeles Rams. An awful lot was put on him in terms of not necessarily 
you know, blaming him, but certainly looking at him as a problem, not an asset. And I, I've never entirely agreed with that. I don't, I don't like the way that he was handled by McVeigh, the coach. No, was, no. I, and I, nine I, wins I is not like look. That. Nine wins is nothing to be ashamed of. Let's 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 no, get but, that but out But it there. might not get you in the playoffs either. No, even if it might not, nine wins as a quarterback, that's fine. I'm just saying that's about his ceiling to me. With that team, would be nine wins, and was, you know, like I said, no disrespect to him. It was just, I think Stafford was three, at least three games better for that team this year. Well, that's basically, yeah, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but, but yeah. I, I just think we're selling him a little short. Nah, and, and but you know, we'll look, we'll see. We'll see. All of this will work its way out. Now, this is one thing that I do want to talk about after watching all of these games yesterday. If if you don't have a quarterback, you got no chance. You you might be able to get, crawl into the playoffs like the Eagles did, but you're going out you, first Saturday. You're going out early. So my point is, with this second pick, or even with the first pick, if you trade back or whatever, if it's a quarterback you feel good about, I don't care what the scouting system says. I don't care what anybody else says. Lions got to look at taking a quarterback in this draft. Well, what do we say – you don't care what the scouting system says. Absolutely, you have to care what the scouting system No, not your scouting system. I'm talking about this um, ESPN, Mel Kuyper scouting system where they say no quarterbacks. Well, they or don't look at that stuff. Yes, they do. They all look at it. No, Matter of fact, I, there's a there is a video on the web you can find it on YouTube. This was the 89 draft, whatever. It was Carl Peterson when he was oh. with Kansas City. And he's doing the draft. He's in the draft room. And he's reading Mel Kuyper's book. When they're getting ready to pick, so don't say they don't look at this stuff. They do look at it. I don't say they. That was take, 19, What was that? Was that nineteen eighty nine? It was like eighty nine and ninety somewhere. Years when I think it was the year well, Barry came out. What's that? He couldn't find one from the sixties. I'm just looking at. I'm just saying. Everybody says they don't it's look ridiculous. at. Ridiculous. That's like everybody says the news. The athletes. Well, I don't read the paper. I don't know what they said about. It. Yes, you do. That's, com- that's yes, you do. Different. No, it's not. These guys. Team building. Team building is not the same as what as as. as uh, Social media. And no, all that but I heard I heard Bill Polian. I heard Bill Polian say that he likes to look at those things because he wonders if Mel and these guys like that are talking to other GMs and it gives them an idea on what the other teams are talking about. He that's the way he said we do look at them. So that's they, not they, the same as using it for scouting. I didn't say lady, use though. it. I said they look at them. Well, why, why? And what do they look at them for? To see hints if they can get hints on who's drafted, who who's looking at who. And where do these guys who do these mock drafts like Mel and them get? They talk to GMs and they talk to some of these guys. Some of this information is legitimate information. But my point, let's not get off the point. The point of the matter is if you find a quarterback you like and you think he can be a starter for your team, I have you got to take him. You can't. you got to have one. So if you're the Detroit Lions with the second pick overall, you'd take a quarterback? I might trade down and take a quarterback, or if it's a quarterback I like and I'm a, and he's and I'm sure he's going to be the franchise guy I'm looking for, I take him. I wouldn't look back. I would take well, him. I'm hold, but, but I'm talking about what's in the 2022 draft. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, about the philosophy. If, so you think if the, you think if, of all the stuff that you've read, and I know you follow all these these mock drafts and all that. And you think that there's a quarterback out there who is worthy of being drafted second overall? If Brad Holmes feels that he likes I'd a quarterback, ask you what Kenny Brown no, I'm telling you, things. if I'm if I'm scouting and I like a guy and I know this is the guy, this guy's going to be oh, a God. a Pro Bowler or this guy's going to be a franchise quarterback. I don't care what the the mock drafts say. I'm taking him. 
if I'm if that, I, like I said, that's what the job entails. You got to find the guy. If you find your guy, take him. That's all I'm saying. And I'll let this I'll let Brad Brad Holmes seems like he has a pretty good eye for talent. I'll let him go on that. But if he sees a guy, don't let him go. Well, that's nice of you. <laughs> it is. That's very nice of me. I, I, I too bad I couldn't say that about Bob Quinn. Well, come on. No, don't try to be nice to him. Too bad I couldn't say that about Bob Quinn. Too bad I couldn't say that about Martin Mayhew. We know we didn't say that about Matt Millen. We know that. That's for sure. So if you've got a guy you like, don't hesitate to take him because this is a quarterback league. And I'm looking at everybody talking about taking receivers in the first round. Look at the guy yesterday in um in ba- in Buffalo, Davis. The guy was a fourth-round pick, man. He scores four touchdowns. There are receivers out there. He's a fourth-round pick. You can find guys. Well, you can also, though, if you plug them into the right system and they can just run routes and catch the ball, they're going to be successful. That's the way it is because you already alluded to it at, at, the, at the top of this where you're talking about defenses not being allowed to play defense. That's that's part of it, too. It's, it's different now. It right. really is. Right. So that's why I say get your quarterback and get going. But – um. We'll see. They have them at the Senior Bowl. They'll see a lot of these young quarterbacks. And um, if it's one that's, that piques your interest, don't do like uh, Patricia did a few years ago when he was looking at uh, Herbert right there on the other sideline playing against them, saw them all week in practice, and decided to pass. Well, they were committed to Matthew Stafford back then, though, Kenny. That's a little different. It really is. You could have both, Mike. Okay. You could have had both. And and like I said, that's a forward-thinking organization than not is, well, I got a guy, but I got a guy who missed the last eight games with a back injury. He's 32 years old at the time. Maybe I should get a backup for him now that can transition. That's just the forward-thinking. So they didn't do it. And um, what do you think of the way the Lions have been represented the last 24 hours by national media and Stafford the helpless when he was here and he finally plays for a winner now and – well, that was Detroit. I've heard that so many times in the last 24 hours. Well, he was in Detroit, 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 Detroit. Dan Olowski goes on the air today saying how everybody – he must have been talking about you, Mike. Was he talking about you? He said that the reporters in the locker room used to come up to him and say, Stafford can't do it. No, I, I wasn't <laughs> one of the can't do it guys, obviously, and you know that. So what do you think of the the Matt Stafford if none of it was his fault? Uh, I think it's – Certainly not what people said in Detroit, you know. So, if, you know, people in Detroit, in certain areas, certain locations, just absolutely piled on him for everything. And so maybe, maybe he deserves on a, on some other level to be, you know, be cut, be cut some slack because he certainly didn't get it in Detroit. And as you, I'm sure as you, you knew then, maybe, or you found out since, he was certainly highly regarded by teammates and people outside of Detroit much more highly regarded than he was in Detroit. That was always kind of amazed me. Well, you got to win. Like a game yesterday, we have saw that game before. It just wasn't on a national level. We saw it against Minnesota where he took a team down to a field goal. What was it, 20 seconds, 29 seconds? I think it was 14 seconds. 14 seconds. So we've seen stuff like that before. National people have never seen it. And this is the, this right. is the stage, like he was saying, I want to be on so people can see what I can do. And now – they go back and say, oh, well, okay, this guy really is good. See, that's it's all about winning, and you got to be winning, and you got to have those national games. You got to get your name out there. And going into the playoffs, and I watched a lot of ESPN and a couple of other sites going into the playoffs, and the consensus was that no player in these playoffs was under more pressure 
than Matthew Stafford. That he had he had more pressure on him than anybody else because he had some interceptions late in the season when they won five of their last six games. I, I might add, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And it should have been the pressure should have been on Aaron Rodgers, Mister Unvaccinated, Mister Unvaccinated. Look. He got away last year, and I said this beginning of the year too. He got away last year with the performance in the game last year because he demanded to be traded, didn't want to come back. Everybody focused on that and didn't focus on his performance in that. Was it the NFC Championship game last year against Tampa Bay? Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At home. Yeah. He, he, he should have been taking heat last year. This time he's not escaping it. So I'm glad because I think he's a – I don't know. I'm not even going to mention what he is. I, I, everybody knows my feel about Aaron Rodgers. So – We'll doesn't see. make him anything less than a great player. Great but player at a time. His, 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 he's been he's still good, still great. I said two a time. Record, but his record in the NFC Championship has not been good. His record in the he playoffs now, to, 10, 11, he, and ten. He hasn't been able to finish finish it off. Nope. So we'll see if he runs his route. To me, his best chance of winning is to stay in the. National Football Conference and to stay in Green Bay, but we'll see if he wants to get out of there. So I'd, I'd be surprised if he's in Green Bay. I never, I never thought that way until now. Until watching him, his interview yesterday uh, when I saw it for the first time, uh, I would be surprised if he's if he's back in Green Bay. Really mm-hmm. would. Well, good luck. Because because he, he was even talking about salary cap and guys with contracts up, and I don't want to be part of a rebuild. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Man, I don't blame him. No. Take your choice. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Anyway. Now, finally, before we get out of here, I got to bring this topic up, and this is from the Buffalo-Kansas City game. Overtime. Oh, my goodness. You would act like this overtime rule just came into effect this year where if you don't score a touchdown, the other team right. gets the ball. But if you do, it's over. The rule's been in effect 12 years now. Oh, my goodness. You ought to hurt everybody. What do you think? Do you think the rule is good? Keep the rule, get rid of the rule. Should both teams get the ball? Well, both teams get the ball if, if, if the defense on, the, on one side does its job and plays defense. Yeah, you both get the ball. And, and I, I don't like it or dislike it. It's the rule. It's the way it is. It's what they, you know, they have those uh, you know, owners' meetings and, and, and the, you know, the competition committee goes through all of this stuff and they make up the, you know, they make changes to rules as they as they you know deem necessary and this is the one we have and it's fine it's absolutely fine i don't see anything wrong with it nothing i see nothing wrong with it like i said nobody told you not to play defense and all you got to do is keep them from getting a touchdown you you don't even have to keep them from scoring just keep them from getting a right. touchdown you get the ball so i have no problem with it now if you want to go for the playoffs if you think that it's not fair and you want to go for the playoffs and give a certain you know play a 20-minute quarter or whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with I, that. I'm missing, I'm missing some. What do you mean go for the playoffs? I don't know well, I mean, you, you know, mean. regular season, keep the rule the way it is. I'm saying for the right. playoffs, if you want to change it for a playoff format, I'm, I, I, have, I don't care. I think the rule is fine. But if you want to and have just a time limit, you know, like you can play overtime in those games because you don't have to worry about other games following and throwing off the TV schedule. So if you want to do it that way. Well, there is, but well, there already is a change in the. It's ten minutes in the regular season, and it's a tie after ten minutes. So they've already now it's sudden death and uh, it's sudden death in the playoffs. I think it, I think it's fine, really, because you, you need a winner in the playoffs. You can't have a tie. That's that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm talking about if you play a a time quarter 
and you just play that full time, not, you know, if somebody scores, the game is over. No, I understand what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I don't – But they already, they already have that in the regular season, but you don't play the full time. If somebody scores within the 10 minutes, right. the game is over. That's what I said. For the players, if you want to do it just a full time quarter, I but don't have get, a problem with it. But you get the – you also get the – you know, you also get the ball. If, if, if Say, for example, the, the, the Steelers kick a field goal, well, the Lions get another chance to tie it too. Right. Right. So, but yeah. So yeah. I'd look, I I think it's fine the way it is. I really do. I'm, yeah. I'm everybody upset. In Kansas City a couple years ago. Remember when they didn't get the ball when Brady came down and took it in overtime and won. Well, in Kansas they, they City, did the, they did it in the Super Bowl with, with the Falcons. Right. You know, they, no right. Position. So it's happened yeah, before. Everybody's like, this is something brand new this year. It's happened many times before. And I saw a stat. I was trying to find it right here while you were talking. That the person who wins the the coin toss doesn't necessarily win the game. The stats are pretty much equal to winning and losing. Yeah. You know, so it's not like if you get the quarterback, if you get the, the coin toss, you're automatically winning. It's just not yeah. happening. No, it's not automatic at all. No, no you know, what, what I hope they never do, and I can't imagine they would, is go to the college rule. Which I don't even understand no, it. Honestly, no, no. what do they do? Put the ball in the end zone? You have to fight. Yeah, yeah. You might as well have a, a, a what do you call that? A, a rugby scrum for that. All right. So we got two games left this year. We got Kansas City and Cincinnati, and um, L.A. trying to beat San Francisco for the first time. San Francisco's won the last two. Well, they won the last six, but they beat beat them both times this year. Quickly, who do you think? Well, first of all, let me just say that I'm eight for eight in my picks in the playoffs. I've got them all right, including oh. with the betting point spread. Very nice. I didn't bet any of the games either. Very nice. I wish I had. <laughs> now, uh, I like I like the Rams to beat the uh, beat, beat the Forty Niners. Uh, I thought you took the Forty Niners last week to go all the way to the Super Bowl. I did, but after watching them, I'm, I'm changing my mind now. I'm changing after watching them play. Okay. Because they don't have what you think they need. That's a quarterback. Yeah, that's true. And uh, and I'll take yeah I guess Mahomes really I'm less focused on that I'm, my focus really is on the Rams game because I want to want to see Matthew Stafford play and I want to see him do well so I just sort of give a week a week uh, a week vote of some 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 confidence to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs yeah I'm taking Kansas City and I'm gonna take uh, the Rams also even though if Cincinnati wins I won't be surprised because they beat. They beat them like game week seventeen, I think. They beat Kansas. Yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised because they, they really don't play enough defense. I don't. Well, you can't they, protect they, them. Just, can't protect him either. I just don't think they play enough defense. You cannot protect. Burrow. Bill Burrow, tremendous player. Tremendous player. You better be drafting linemen. That's all I got to say. From this point on, protect that guy. All right, Mike. Well, that's going to be it for this week, and we'll talk again next week where we talk about the Super Bowl. And the Senior Bowl, because the Senior Bowl will be starting next week. Yeah. So we'll talk about both. Good. See how, uh, see if Dan, excuse me, see if Dan Campbell um, promotes an offensive coordinator by then. If we have word on that, and also how how the week will work out, we'll talk about. It. We'll do it probably Wednesday. Let's do it in the middle of the week next week. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for the Cannon Podcast. Michael here at DetroitLions.com. Ken Brown, WJR. Thank you, and we're out.